Hey, what's going on, folks? Welcome to the Coastal Bros. I'm gonna bring in one of my boys right now, SoCal. What up, SoCal? How you doing? Oh, you're not on. Can I hear you? Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing? Sorry about that. There we go. Yo, yeah. what's going on? Hey, man, just another day. It's, it's hard out in these streets right now. Yes, it is, and we'll be hopefully we'll be bringing uh, two wallets in and big boy. They should be coming in here sooner or later. Right on. But how is your day going? How is it going today? Uh, you know, just been pushing the uh the new show, the new channel, trying to line up things for uh the future here at uh, the Dolphin Show. Um, there's as as you know, man, there's a lot in the Dolphin universe that's happening. So I'm just trying to get it all ready to go, man. There it is, the Dolphin Show, SoCal and the Wild Man, every yeah. Friday, Friday, every Friday, fr Friday. So yeah, all right. Well. All right, let's get into uh, some of these playoff, crazy playoff games. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll break down. Let's break down. Until everybody gets here, I'll give them the feedback on my Chiefs. Let's break down the NFC championship game there. I, was, uh, I wasn't I was shocked because I got, hey, I got one right. Yeah. Um, you know, but I was uh, pretty shocked at first in the beginning. In the beginning. What's up, two wallets? You there? Little technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. So while we get him situated, I'll just keep it moving. Uh, moving, keep it moving. So I was pretty shocked that uh the score. I thought, wow, man, the, the 49ers are gonna whoop on the LA Rams and I was uh I didn't see that coming at first but I was really shocked that the Rams weren't weren't going but I was like man this is a very familiar team very familiar when it came to the 49ers and how they played with um the uh again against the, when they went to that made that Super Bowl run so yeah uh you know at the end though I mean hey Matthew Stafford I'm very 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 happy for him to be coming on and winning, um, you know, uh, the whole Detroit. You know, Detroit. I was messing with a friend of mine from uh, work. He, he's from Detroit, he's from Michigan, and he said, "Hey, guess what? Detroit. I well, yeah, you have two rest of, uh, repping Detroit this year. Not just not just Matthew Stafford, but now you also got the rant, got Eminem. So <laughs> Detroit, Detroit is popping. Yeah, they got it in now, huh?" Yes, they they're uh <laughs> by way of LA. <laughs> by way of LA, yes. Uh who would have thought that the fact that his that team in that year when he said, Hey, I want Matthew Stafford. So he got Matthew Stafford. So but you know, hey, they're in. But this is the last time we see Jimmy Garoppolo in a forty. Man, there's so many there's so many Jimmy G rumors out there right now, rumor mill, you know. I don't know. I, I hear that uh, Lance is ready to go. He's uh, he's an eager guy to get going. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, would would you take him in uh, in Miami? No, man. I'm stuck on. You know me. I'm on that true. I'm on that two a choo 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 choo. Oh. Yeah, I'm on that choo choo. So all right. Yeah. yeah I yeah. wonder if uh, two Wallace would take him in in Tennessee. Oh, so. you you know two Wallace would <laughs> take him. Come on, man. Who who are we kidding? Two Wallace, man, in in in, in Tennessee. The Tennessee fans will lose their mind. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Um, 
I mean, I think that's a big upgrade over Ryan Tannehill. I mean, you know, the only thing is you got to keep Jimmy, you know, healthy. That's that's the only problem with Jimmy Garoppolo. The boy can ball. The only problem is you can't keep the dude healthy. Yeah, I I, I was wondering if you know they got a good offensive line in, in Tennessee, so um, I think he might be he he might be able to get a, a healthy, and then they got a good running game, obviously with 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 uh, Henry and Foreman. Yeah. So that would be, that'd be good. I would like to see him go there. Um, if he had to, but we'll see. I, I kind of wish he also he maybe even go to like to like Carolina or somebody, something yeah. like that, somewhere you know, away. Well, hey, he might come down here to the to Tampa since hey, you know man. they're they're coming. They need a quarterback. Could yeah. you imagine that? Jimmy G goes to Tampa Bay. Man, that would be the ultimate. That would be the ultimate Tom Brader backup story. <laughs> I mean, he backs him up in his career at his at his uh, old team. <laughs> yes, or he go, then he goes to the new team. That would be pretty good. I don't think they'll do that. I think they're going to look for somebody maybe in the draft or try to get yeah. a what do you call those? Uh, they use it in in in, in uh, transitional, like they do the transitional champion. Yeah, in, in like wrestling, they, the transitional quarterback. The, yeah, just get somebody for right now, and then right. we'll see what happens. Yeah, so right. yeah, there's Mr. Strobing Lights right there. Oh, strobe light. What's going on? Huh. Technical difficulties. Yes, so we're yeah. talking a little bit about the 49er game. Uh, Jimmy G, would you take him in Tennessee? No, what? What? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, stop hold the on, show. You're going to give me a stroke on all them lights. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, one more time, one more time. Stop the presses. Stop the presses. You know, because I'm in Batman gear, so I'll keep it red today. Why not in Tennessee? Well, one, because that is SoCal's favorite quarterback, Former wide receiver Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Favorite quarterback? I, I don't think so, but he didn't have a real shot in Miami. But he definitely had a shot in Tennessee. He had a couple of good years, and then um, he just, at the very end of the season, he always comes up short with just the wrong throw at the wrong time. Yeah. Now, why would I not want Jimmy G? Jimmy G is injury prone. <laughs> Now, if you're asking me what quarterback I would want, and for everybody out there, you didn't catch the episode that we had on Saturday with Big Dog. Great show, by the way. Uh, good show. Uh, you can find, find it was a great show. Oh, thank you. I am definitely in favor of Teddy Bridgewater coming and sitting down for a year and learning the system. And then finding out in year two what really goes on. But I'm willing to give Ryan Tannehill one more shot with this offensive coordinator, which Tennessee, the heart of Tennessee really is not in favor of downing right now. But Pittsburgh needs him more than we do. You guys like playing with fire down there in Tennessee, man. I wouldn't give him another year. Whoa, there's a hot take. Mr. Number One Ryan Tannehill fan wouldn't let Ryan Tannehill play after – let me get this straight. 
you do realize since 2018, out of all the qualified teams, the winningest quarterbacks are Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and you'd guess, you'd never guess who number four is. That would be Ryan Tannehill. Like I said, I'm willing to give him one more year. But this year, he's got to step up. Or, as social media said, Aaron Rodgers is one to come in there now. I don't want no Aaron Rodgers. We don't do soft in Tennessee. You think you think Aaron Rodgers that, is soft? Yes. No, no. <laughs> do you do you think Aaron Rodgers goes to San Francisco? No. I think he's going to end up. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to end up on the uh, Denver Broncos. Really? That's where I think he's headed. Yeah, that's that's where his coordinator is, man. And he talked about that that guy before. I think he follows him there because he's going to run that offense. He's going to run that Green Bay offense. That playbook. Aaron Rodgers knows it. It's a plug and play for Aaron Rodgers and for that coaching staff. So I think it's a no brainer. They don't, I, have a quarter, they don't have a quarterback established there. Right. I actually like him going into San Francisco because I, I think that that's what they're missing. If they can get if they go to San Francisco, they're missing a good quarterback. They're probably in the Super Bowl this year. Now I know Rodgers' record is very, very is 12 and 10 in 22 games from 2009 to 2022. You know, I mean, 2008, I think he had a filling game, mop-up duty against the uh, Seahawks. So, in 22 games, he's 10 and she's 12 and 10 with one Super Bowl championship. So, I mean, if he needs to leave, I think it's going to help his career. But, I mean, I like him in San Francisco. I would think, you know, if you can't beat him, join him, right? I mean, that's what they always say. It's what they say, but, man. So, all right. So the Ram, so the Rams beat him. Congrats to Matthew Stafford on going to the Super Bowl for the first time in his career. They win twenty to seventeen. Now let's get into the other game. Man, was I heartbroken. So Cal, you were shocked. Oh man, my jaw was on the ground. Two wallets of shock. The only one that actually got this right was Big Boy, and he ain't even here to defend himself. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> where do I start? I guess I got to start with this. You take the points. Okay, I'm sorry. I like the aggressiveness. But I blame, in the first half, I blame Andy Reid for the first half mistakes more than I do Patrick Mahomes. And here's why. First off, you have to let your quarterback know you have no timeouts. Okay, so if you if the ball gets thrown inbounds, this, we're half is done, and we have and there's no more timeouts, then we're not going to get any score. We won't, we're not going to be able to score. Okay, because they lost the timeout because he timeout, he, he called a timeout, then he challenged, he won the challenge, but because he called a timeout before he challenged, they lost the timeout. So, and then I blame Andy Reid because I know Tom, I almost said Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes is, com, is supposed to be compared to Tom Brady. I'm sorry. You need the little, you need the boy to marinate more. He's only been to two Super Bowls. He's one out of two. He's been to four AFC championship games. He's two for two. Okay. So if I'm Andy Reid and I'm the head coach, I'm saying, no, sit your butt down. 
we're going to kick this three. Why? Because Cincinnati has not stopped us. So let's go up 14. We've scored four different four positions, four scores. doesn't have to be four touchdowns. It could be four scores. That would have got – the momentum would have stayed with Kansas City. That would have been, okay, hey, guess what? Cincinnati's now wondering, man, we can't stop these guys. Instead, you give all the momentum in the world to, to Cincinnati. And that's why I was like, great. Then, boom, you just start seeing it fall. And for everybody that's called me, text me, telling me the game was over, it's a blowout, I told you. I know this team. This team, I haven't seen this bad of a collapse since the last time Andy Reid coached the Chiefs team, and they lost to Andrew Luck in the Colts. And everybody called me back then and told me, oh, congratulations on winning. Don't call your boy Big Chief when the Chiefs are up 21, 18 points in the first half. Call me at the end. Call me when the fourth quarter is done. Don't call well, I'm me guilty when... for calling you. I know yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I was one of them. You you believe the hype. And then, then I got to <clears throat> blame the play calling again. Yes, Ooh. Mahomes. Mahomes choked, maybe. But I also got to say the play calling choked because a minute 30 to go. Great drive. If Mahomes, that ain't, Mahomes ain't, you ain't calling Mahomes choked. He drove the field team all the way down. He had a minute and 30 inside the six. Bad play calling. Because if I, I'm, I'm going to pull this up real quick. I like, Mahomes had a worse passing rate of 12.3 in the second half. But he in the first half, he was on fire. But what got me was going was that McKinnon and CEH Edwards Alaire were averaging almost about six yards, five and six yards a carry. They were in the six yard line with Cincinnati with no timeouts. Run the ball. Yet you drop back twice because you're trying to get your superstar to have a great catch. What happens? He he gets sacked and then he sacks and fumbles the ball. And thank goodness for his guard. Because could you imagine if that's the, the last play of the end for the for the whole entire season to where you not only did you get sacked, but you fumbled the ball, you fumbled your season away. They get lucky, they win, they kick the great kick, then they win the coin toss. And I'm like, here we go again. I'm going to have to hear another week about how the coin toss helped the Chiefs win. But guess what? I don't want to hear about the coin toss. Cincinnati did what Buffalo couldn't do a week ago. They played defense. They stopped them. That was a bad pass by Mahomes. He shouldn't have done that pass to Tyreek Hill. He was double coverage. Great play by the defender. And I noticed that penalty flags are getting eaten. The refs are eating their flags a lot during these last two games. Yeah. And we lose. And great job by Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, hey, great. Um, you know, Joe Cool as they call him. But hey, but but can I inject real quick? I I, yeah. I did see a fumble at the end of that game over overtime. Uh Mixon did fumble the ball and it wasn't called. Any Reed saw it, and the Chiefs had the ball. So that kick at the end of the game that won the game for the for the Cincinnati Bengals should have never happened. Actually, the Chiefs should have had the ball. Yes, there was, there was a flaw I, there at the end of the game. I saw the replay. I mean, I mean, I saw like a couple uh, a replay earlier, and um, I saw mentioned somebody mentioned that that Nixon actually did fumble the ball, but they didn't review it. They should have been able to review it in overtime. So, but again, another missed call because hey, I couldn't have a bunch of calls. Hey, in the Chiefs in the first half, I believe got away with like two pass interference calls. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it was eat your it was eat your. Eat your flag day for both games. 
They didn't have that many. I mean, the Chiefs they had no penalties, and there's only one penalty, one false start. So much for the crowd noise. So big crowd noise would cost a bunch of false starts. I think they had like two. Yeah. So, but hey, like I said, congrats to the Cincinnati Bengals. They won it. They deserved it. Chiefs, you could say they choked it away. Andy Reid. Now, here's my question to ask you guys real quick. Is Patrick Mahomes, forget the next Tom Brady, is he the next Aaron Rodgers? Oh, no. One Super Bowl, no. one Super Bowl win in 22 games for, in 22 playoff games for Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, Mahomes, as of 11 games, is 8-3, and three, two Super Bowl appearances, one victory. Is he more Aaron Rodgers? Will he not make, because we heard Keyshawn Johnson, who Mr. Two Wallets was calling out earlier on social media, said that the Chiefs will never make it to the Super Bowl again. Do you see Aaron Rodgers or be Patrick Mahomes become more of an Aaron Rodgers now? I mean, I don't. I don't know about how Two Wallets feels, but I definitely don't. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is – or not Aaron Rodgers. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes definitely is actually a, probably in a category all by himself, I think. When it's all said and done, he may have more uh, Vince Lombardi's than uh, Tom Brady. Um, he's he's still really really young. So I mean, what is he like 23, 24, mm-hmm. something like that? Yeah, I mean, he's he's still super young, man, coming into his own. And to say that you've already been to that many championship games, already been to the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. Um, I mean, words can't even describe the the sky is the limit for that guy. And I, like I say, man, I think when it's all said and done, you're going to see Patrick Mahomes with maybe nine. I mean, it's going to be nine? incredible to watch. I think, man, this guy has it. I really do. I think this guy has it. Well, he's 26 years 26. old. 26. Okay. So uh, if you looked at what Brady was 26, he had like, what, three Bulls? But how many did Brady go to that he lost? Well, Brady, yeah, Brady he lost. He went to and lost three. Right, so go. if if if, if he goes to the same amount of Super Bowls, and yet he wins those from here on out, he automatically have will have more. And you got to remember that the, the the Chiefs are at the top of the of the AFC, regardless. I mean, there are the Bengals are not even though the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl, they are not an upper echelon team. They, in a it's it's a fluke luck that they won. In the AFC Championship, they should have not have won that game. There were some things that had to go their way for them to be able to win that game. I mean, I'm hearing it on Twitter all day that, you know, Joe Burrow is the next greatest thing. But Joe Burrow didn't do much in that game. It was more the defense than it was Joe Burrow or or Mixon. Mixon was running his tail off. So, I mean, I don't, I don't want to anoint Joe Burrow just yet. I do think the guy... Uh, is a good quarterback, and he's still building his resume, but he he is not at the top of the echelons of quarterbacks yet. And for people to start anointing him over Patrick, I think is a little bit premature. I think Patrick is still at the top of that heat there. You still have him and Josh Allen, and there's still other guys there that, you know, and actually teams, they're still, I mean, you still like Joey's team, uh, two wallets team, the Titans. The Titans are going to have something to say next year. I mean, to, to think the Titans aren't going to have something to say and aren't going to want to be in that, that you know, top three team in the AFC is beyond me. And you think Buffalo. Buffalo is going to come back next year with a vengeance as well. So, I mean, you're going to have more than, you know, four or five teams 
that the Bengals are really not going to be able to run with consistently and that Patrick is going to be at the top of the heat of. Yeah, yeah that's my that's my opinion on it. Um, it's going to be interesting offseason to see, though, because they, they got to either sign Tyron, Tyron Matthew or they got to sign um, Frank Clark. You know, I heard they both want to come back. They both do. Well, and Tyron Matthew wants to come back, but he did he did put a tweet out that said, "Hey, thank you for, um, thank you yeah. for, thank you for uh, my time in Kansas City. I'm loving this. I'm loving the uh, you know, thank you very much for a great career. So maybe he he wants to get paid. So." Two balls getting yes. trolled right now. Yeah, two balls getting <laughs> yeah, trolled. Like for real, though. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. um, let me go ahead and have my turn on the question that was asked about is <sighs> is all of our guys' favorite quarterback in the NFL becoming an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Is that correct? You no, know, it's more. Is he not really going to be the next Tom Brady? He's going to. Is he Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers got one Super Bowl in twenty-two games. Is he going to be better than Tom Brady? He's already better than Tom Brady. He has a stronger arm. He has an athleticism that Tom Brady has never had as a traditional quarterback. The only thing that he doesn't have is the intelligence, the patience that Tom Brady had. And obviously the experience because nobody's been in the league 22 years except for Tom Brady. Is he Aaron Rodgers? They're actually really kind of similar. Their footwork is horrendous. They both have ridiculously powerful arms. They both do things on the field you really shouldn't be able to do. I think Aaron Rodgers makes it a little bit more easy. But that being said, if we're going on careers, let's just do this. Mahomes has been in the league five years. His first year, he played one game. One game. No touchdowns, one pick. Ever since then, he's played four full seasons, well, minus the injury that he had. He's throwing 37 touchdowns a year. He's got 151 touchdowns in four years. Correct. Aaron Rodgers don't do that, dude. Okay, but looking at career, Aaron Rodgers has gotten to the playoffs a lot of times, 22 games, in fact, okay? And he's gone to the Super Bowl once and choked off two straight number one seeds. And oh, so, but and I'm just saying, in, in the, that was many years in that gap, do okay. you see, do you think that Tom, that Patrick Mahomes is going to start being more of a Tom Brady where he wins one championship, Brett Favre, one championship? I mean, this Big Ben got Big Ben got two. I'm talking about championships, not necessarily. This may come off as a little harsh. If we're talking just playoff victories, what's the last time we actually seen Aaron Rodgers win a playoff game? It's been a while. Last year, I think he went one and two. He won one last year. I think he won one. I thought he lost last year. He, no, he he they lost to the 49ers in the conference championship game last year. Yeah. Or, or two, two years ago, something like that. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah. Right now, to me, Aaron Rodgers is LeBron James. Also, yeah. that dude quit. Okay, but in the, at the end of it, two, SoCal's People already said. People have more rings than Aaron Rodgers. 
Okay, that, so that, that, that's basically where it comes down to it. You think he'll have another Super Bowl win? Yes. Will he have as many as Tom Brady? No. I just want He's more. He's not going to have an offensive line built for him every single year. He's not going to have perfect cap situation like New England always found themselves. I want three. That's all I really want. Give me at least three. I'll take one. Well, I know you. I got one already. I need two more. I hey. want three. Yeah, you got one. I ain't just, got one. Hey, just get me in the playoffs. <laughs> well, hey, just get know. me without a scandal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, I mean, I just want him to have as many as Troy. You know what I'm saying? Give me at least three. Mm-hmm. He, he don't got I mean, you know, I don't want him to be Brett Favre. He only got one. I mean, Big Ben got two. So I just hope he doesn't just get one, and then we're gonna say like, okay, by the end of the day, he needs to stop. I, I, he needs to stop doing commercials. What he need to do? Stop Which doing, one? Know. Hey, 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 see during the Chief game, every commercial was a Patrick Mahomes commercial. Seriously, <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm telling you, it's like, man. I mean, I'm actually. I mean, I know we lost, but it's kind of like, all right, cool. And now I get to enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm gonna be stressed out like I was the last two years. Even though last year I was like, this game is over. But, I mean, so let's get into a couple other topics really quick um, before we get to the big one. Um, new coaches. New coaches, new head coaches in new places. But first, Tom Brady says goodbye. Tom Brady says bye-bye. Na-na-na-na. Hey-hey. Goodbye, goodbye. Um, bye-bye, Tom. First ballot Hall of Famer, right? I mean, now ESPN was getting trapped. Adam Schefter was getting messed up because they thought, I mean, he hadn't said nothing. I knew this was going to come. Were you shocked that it was actually going to, it was, it happened now? You Did you think maybe they were going to have like this big, I mean, he wrote a big, nice Instagram uh, a post, which by the way, he didn't even thank the Patriots. He just thanked the Buccaneers. <laughs> Yeah, that was nuts. So, but I did, I did hear, him. I did hear on Twitter that when he left the Patriots, he wrote them a huge newspaper article. So that was the reasoning why he was already telling them goodbye. He already told them goodbye. Yeah, and him and the owner from uh, Robert Kraft uh, did have a little parting thing after he left Tampa Bay. So, so I mean, I just was like, look, I was, I was kind of upset, but I mean, I'm not gonna get upset with the reporters because hey, that's their job. But it's like I know he didn't probably want that to come out because he wanted the conference championship games to to mean something. He didn't want to overshadow that conference championship games. It did. It overshadowed it a lot. Um, at least just until the start of the games. What, uh, uh, one moment. I'd like uh, just one second. I'd like to thank everybody who's coming in on the Instagram. Um, what up, Big Carm? Congratulations for your Las Vegas Raiders, and we're gonna get into that right now. Yes. So real quick, the I was real. I was just uh, upset. I I wouldn't have mind him announcing his retirement like this week because the Pro Bowl. Because I mean, who really cares about the Pro Bowl? You know, I thought maybe he would have like a video thing where all his family. And I didn't think he would just go. But um, I'm glad to see him go finally. I mean, he's well deserved career. You know, um, I know in the East they're like, hey, finally gone. You know, he's 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 gone. And you know, Tampa Bay's like, oh no, we suck again. So you know, hey. You know, Jimmy, J- hey, call Jameis Winston. He might be not doing anything. Yeah. So, so 
So, all right, let's get to the coaching. New hires, new places. First coach I want to talk about, Josh McDaniels. Does he get it right? Goes to Las Vegas. He was 11-17 in a season and a half for Denver. Only coach to have Tim Tebow win a playoff game. Um, does he get it right this time? Because there's reports that leaving the leaving that organization, like the Patriots, you have this uh, demeanor where it's like, you're, you're, you're not as uh, – you have this Belichick demeanor because you try to be – sometimes you piss players off. Do you, does he get it right this time? I mean, I know he's in Las Vegas. Maybe he can change Derek Carr. Maybe they trade him and get somebody else. Um, but do you think he, he he has a better record, or does he stay longer than a season and a half for, with the uh, big? Anybody? Well, I think uh, Raider Nation is going to choke him to death if he doesn't. I mean, that's not the organization you want to go to if you're going to go and try to be soft and try to – make some of the mistakes that you made in the past. Um, that organization, I know that ownership is going to want excellence out of them. Isn't that, isn't that their motto? Excellence. So just, win, just that, win, baby. Yeah. Just win. I think, I think that uh, he has learned from his ways. I think he's going to go. Um, and he think he's going to do great things there in uh, Las Vegas. I, I think uh, Raider fans have a lot to look forward to. And um, I don't think I, I, you know, the one thing that I heard on Twitter this week from Raider fans, um, is, or not from Raider fans, but from uh, him, but from uh, McDaniel, is he said that he learned from his mistakes there in Denver and that he knew that he was uh, kind of hard to work with. And any man that could admit to his own faults and then learn from that is a man that you want to get to know. So the fact that he could be retrospective on himself and say that, hey, I had some problems, and but you know what? I went and I fixed them, and I'm willing to learn from them, and I'm willing to take input from other people now. Um, I think that speaks volumes to his character, and I think um, all he could do from here on out with the Raiders is great things. I mean, I, there's a lot. There's a being from Southern California and knowing a lot of Raider fans here. Um, being a Raider fan is a big deal for a lot of these folks, you know, and they're going to hold him to a high standard. Uh, they were in the playoffs uh, this year. weren't They were in the playoffs, correct? Uh, yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, the wild card, right? So yeah. th they're going to want that. They're going to want that every year, and they're going to want to go deeper and deeper into the playoffs. So he's going to have to make the moves and, and make things happen there, um, and I think he will. I think the Raiders have a lot to look forward to. And to continue to go off of what uh, SoCal was talking about, about the Oakland Raiders possibly making the playoffs. Oh, be a coach. I got Raiders fans on Instagram. Oakland Raiders. John Watson to join. Yeah. And I quote, we need Deshaun Watson. Hey, that would that <laughs> wouldn't curve. be a bad Big, idea. Big curve. Hey, you know what? Kerm, I'll tell you this too, and I've been saying it for a long time. I've always been a fan of Derek Carr. Now, Derek Carr end up in Tennessee. I'm good to get win you no Super Bowl. Now about Josh McDaniels, I cannot say how happy I am for Josh McDaniels. Uh, I've had friends all of my life nickname him Josh McDouche, and you know, I you know, I am a huge, huge fan of the capabilities and seeing what that dude has done leading men, running an offense. 
and partially helping run an organization in New England. Bill Belichick does not have that much success without Josh McDaniels. And, but then again, Bill Belichick was never going to stop him from going and getting a job either. But they did understand his value. And again, I agree with SoCal. For this man to go on live television and admit his faults as a coach and as a man trying to lead other men and saying that he can change, move forward, do better, I, I cannot wait to watch the Las Vegas Raiders play football because I already know one thing. Josh McDaniels is going to have his men prepared, unlike Dallas. They will be prepared. And that guy that you keep hating on, Derek Carr, can we stop hating on him? Saying he's not going to get you to the Super Bowl. Duke just had his first playoff game. Everybody can't be Joe Burrow. And get sacked nine times and then find a way to win a playoff game. Hey, don't talk about sacks, okay? Chris Jones wants a multi-million dollar contract. Can't damn bring the damn quarterback down, okay? One damn sack in that Chiefs game. Mm. But, um, all right, the next coach that got hired, and I wish he was on here, but he's not on here, so maybe we'll get his thoughts next week. Um, Brian DeBull. Doesn't go with his boy, Tua. He actually goes to New York. Uh, interesting hire because – I didn't see that coming. I know SoCal didn't see him coming, going to going there. But why why would he go and take Daniel Jones instead of – And Ben said that they have to keep him. Yes. Well, instead, well, we're going to keep him. Yeah, they said that he has to try and work it out. Well, the, the reason he said that he would keep him is because he said he reminds him a lot of Josh Allen. And that he could turn him back, he could turn him into a Josh Allen type. Not that he's going to have the same tool set, but they're similar body style, some similar uh, game. That's that. Those are Brian Dable's words, not mine. So that's unfair. Well, it might be, but he, I mean, we're not the talent evaluators. He is. He 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 turned Josh. You see Josh Allen's rookie year when Brian Dable was not there. The next year when Brian Dable came and, and joined that staff, Josh Allen was a different person. Everybody his rookie year said the guy was a scrub. He was a, a waste of a pick. The next year, oh, dude, this guy's got something. The next year after that, hey, he's in the championship game. Brian Dable did something for Josh Allen. He turned him into somebody. And he's going to do the same to Daniel Jones. Our, oh, man, I wish big boys had a green like that. How much? How many packs? I, I'll take that bet. I don't even I mean, know how much is going in it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pretend like there's something going on. All right. Something wrong there. I'm sorry. All right. There All is right. in no way, shape, in any way, shape, or form that Josh Allen and Daniel Jones should ever be related. All right. That that's, but that's first spirit, year, that's spirit, the first that's year speculation. you Brian Gable, the only thing they kept saying about Josh Allen is that he does too much. He came in and said, hey, if you're going to do too much, let's work on that and focus it here. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, you know, I'm a Boise State fan. He was one of the cats that I had to play, you know, so I, I know about Josh Allen in Wyoming. I'm, All right. Just, you know, I'm just telling you. Well, okay. my opinion is what I think is yeah. going to happen. 
That's why I'm willing to bet on it. But I, I ain't got my man here to green light it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got some breaking news real quick. According to Jeff or Krakis and also ESPN. I like Jim that. Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh is staying with Michigan. He um, totally trolled the NFL. He trolled. He did. He, he at first I thought he was trolling. <laughs> I thought he was trolling the Vikings or actually trolling the Dolphins. To he was by, he by was. saying he's gonna he would go to the the Vikings, but um maybe with the news we're gonna get to right now, um maybe there's a reason why he's also going back to the NFL. So um we're gonna talk about this topic a little just a little bit, give a little bit topic. I'm gonna let uh SoCal go ahead and leave with it for a little bit. What's going on with it's just your team? I mean, it was yours and big boys team. I don't have any more. I don't have any dolphin correspondents here unless I call my mom. Um, oh no, you have a dolphin correspondent right here. <laughs> I mean, I mean a bronco, a broncos correspondent. So I'm got yeah, a broncos well, correspondent. But well, I, I can tell you that dolphin Twitter has been a buzz for the last week with the information that um, Jim might be a possibility to Miami. A lot of people were saying that he was talking to Ross behind behind the scenes, and from what we know now, Ross talked to people behind the scenes. So. People, people were a buzz. I mean, it was the talk of the town uh, per se that you know Jim was going to be the guy. That's why the Dolphins were not you know in an eager to to get coach. And when he came out and said he was going to you know have an interview with the uh, Vikings, I know a lot of Dolphin fans are saying, "Well, is he just trying to increase uh, the amount of money he gets from the Dolphins?" Or, or I mean, why why even go that route? And you know, I watched a lot of uh, other Dolphin YouTubers and. Um, radio shows and everybody thought that Jim Harbaugh was possibly going to be a Miami Dolphin and I was I was constantly telling them he's not <laughs> this is a this is a smoke and mirror by Jim Harbaugh for more money is what I felt it was I thought he was trying to get more money out of the organization that he's in currently which is uh, the Wolverines it's not a surprise to me and actually I was able to take a, a deep breath because I did not want those khaki pants in Miami at all. <laughs> I, I did not want those khaki pants in Miami at all. I mean, being that what we just went through and, and now what we're going to continue to go through, um, I think Miami is ready for kind of a laxed, relaxed coach. Um, and having to deal with his drill sergeant-like mentality, I don't think would work well in Miami. Miami is not that kind of place. Um, if you've ever been there, it's, a, it's an upbeat, you know, Loud colors kind of place where everybody kind of just chills. Um, that kind of drill sergeant mentality just doesn't work in that kind of town. And so I don't I don't believe or I didn't believe that he would work in Miami. I know that he has connections to uh, Stephen Ross, but I I felt that was where it should end is just that. Hey, you're at the university where Stephen Ross uh, pays his alma mater there and he's on the board there and uh, he should stay there. Um, but there's a lot of guys like uh, Dougley Do Wrong and um, that were you know on the f that wanted him and you know we could you know because he's a quarter he was a coach that went to the Super Bowl um, went, was a coach that went to the championship games you know and that 49er team did pretty well yep too did pretty well so you know Miami fans have been clamoring for a guy that that had experience we've been dealing with a lot of coaches that haven't had experience as far as head coaching experience and so. Um, that's where the divide started. Um, this this topic, even though he's picked Michigan, probably in in, in sure. the, the Miami Dolphin atmosphere is probably not going to end. 
it's probably still going to be a conversation, even though he said he's going back to Michigan, yeah. to be honest with you. Because Dolphin, Dolphin Nation, if there's one thing about us is we argue about everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get into a little bit of other things. We got some controversy going on with Brian Brian Flores, Flores former manager. Now, I got, I mean, we got here, we got uh, props to Brian Flores for having cojones to expose that Rooney rule. Let me tell you something. That Rooney rule was developed in 2003 to help minorities get at least the interview for head coaching positions. And in 2009, it now includes general managers and front office positions in the NFL. All right. One out of the 27 coaches is African-American. One is Puerto Rican slash Mexican descent. And one was Lebanese descent. I don't think he's a head coach anymore. I think that was Anthony Lynn. Okay. So my thing is this. on the, When it comes to the Rooney rule, I think it's crap. I think it's crap because they use it as a crutch. Now, people might disagree with me or whatever they want, but give you guys, give some people a fair shot, a fair a fair chance. Don't just use it just to use it. And what Brian Flores is basically saying is that a lot of people are just saying, okay, look, just interview the guy, even though we're, gonna, we're not going to hire him. I get people do that in other businesses. They're, they're going to, they have somebody in, in mind already, but then don't have the rule. Then don't have the rule because don't make a mockery of a rule if it's meant to help people to give people a chance. If it doesn't, then don't, just 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 go away with the rule, and it is going to be what it is, right? I mean, until you get minority owners in the NFL, which may happen because the Denver Broncos are for sale. So maybe Magic Johnson buys the Denver Broncos, buys everything else. See what I'm saying? So I, I think that's one thing I have problem with this whole with this whole thing is I brought yeah props up. He he actually said it. I mean. There was a conversation. I mean, big uh, Belichick, I guess, calls Brian Flores and actually thinks he's calling, talking to Brian DeVoe. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. But he messed up. He gave he gave text messages and he goes, so "You can't tell me you didn't see DeVoe on that. You just saw Brian. You just start texting." That's the you old know? man for you. <laughs> I mean, so that's uh, messed up considering that it's like dude got a, who had an interview with the Giants schedule scheduled and if they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we just gotta schedule it," and then. According to Denver Broncos, are doing the same thing. He's just saying, hey, they're just going to – they're doing it to satisfy the league. Well, then the league needs to step up and say, look, then we're just not going to do it anymore. You know, or do something with that. Do something. Find somebody. If not going to give them a shot, then find – find the, you're going to have to start finding teams. If you're not going to give them a true shot, then find fi start finding teams because it's, it's just a mockery out of this whole Rooney rule. Um, I'm going to let uh, SoCal go ahead and talk a little more. Uh, for me, there, I've been talking about this uh, extensively. And if you don't follow on Twitter, it's wrong, it's a it's a <laughs> at Dolphin Show uh, on Twitter. Go ahead and give us a follow. I've been talking about this uh, situation a lot. Uh, as you know, uh, Brian Brian Flores was a Miami Dolphin coach fired um, by the Miami Dolphins. Now, there's a lot about Brian Flores that maybe not a lot of people know. There are there is a African American sports reporter. His name is Omar Kelly. Uh, Brian Flores and him gotten plenty of fights, and 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 he came out and said, "Hey, that guy's a jerk. Um, doesn't know how to talk to people. Talks down to people. Acts like he owns them." And this is before this allegation came out. The Rooney Rule. This this is so when Brian Flores comes out and says that that Stephen Ross said that you know the, he basically the mean black guy. No, sir. It was actually. A, a, a African-American who said that about you. So go talk to him. 
because he's the one that said that, and it's documented that he said that. So that's one narrative there. The other narrative is the Rooney rule sucks, and it needs to be gone. I agree with you. You shouldn't have to bring in people, regardless of their color, if you already have somebody that you want. Now, if, if it's, hey, we need more minority owners, well, guess what? There's 32 teams. There's not 100 teams. There's only 32, and most of those 32 were passed down by family. And nobody can force them out unless, unless they do something egregious in the NFL. So the chances of those teams on a majority level of chaining ownership of anytime soon is pretty slim to none. Um, listening to a couple of – go ahead. Well, the Denver Broncos are up for sale. That's what I'm we saying. Got, I'm saying there's one, but I'm talking about a 32. Did we got 400 billion dollars we can buy them? Yeah, there's, there's. I mean, that's a there's a lot. That's a lot of money. And and to be to be straight up with you, the only way you're gonna really fix this issue and make it where it's fair, color wise across the board, is you're gonna have to bring in more expansion teams. That's the only way that you're ever gonna make this equal. To where it's fair for everybody, unless you're unless the NFL is willing to add more teams where they bring in minority owners to buy those teams or purchase those teams to run those teams, that's the only way you're going to increase the volume of my minority ownership. Because the, te- the listen to what I'm saying, the 32 teams, or you said Daniel that one team is already up for sale, correct? That's the yes. Broncos. Yes. Okay, so if you have those, now you have 31 teams. 31 teams aren't selling tomorrow. You're not changing ownership of those 31 teams. Not today, not tomorrow, probably for not for the next 20 years. So for the next 20 years, you're stuck with those old white dudes. Correct? So if we're stuck with them, they're probably not going to change their ways. So if you want to inject more minorities in ownership, because I think that's what the problem really is, the only way to accomplish that to even it out is to bring in 31 or 32 minority owners, but they got to come from expansion teams. They can't come from within the teams that are already here created because those teams already have owners. Do you understand my point? I do, but I don't think they're going to 64 teams is the answer, but I well, get what but, you're saying. But, but, but I'm saying is that's what I'm saying is we're, we're, we're talking about something and we want change, but it's never going to happen. In, 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 with the people that are there currently. You're, you're, you're asking people that have a mentality to change their mentality. They're never going to change their mentality because that's the way they've been doing it for the last 60 years, 70, 80, 90 years. You know what I mean? Understand. So, yeah, so, yes, it's wrong. I agree it's wrong. I know it needs to change. I think everybody agrees that. But unfortunately, those 31 other guys, they don't agree. And because they don't agree, it's not going to change. Everybody on the outside could say it needs to change. We could all we could all agree, yeah, it needs to change. But unless you get those other 31 guys to agree with you, all you're doing is barking at a wall. Right. Nothing's gonna so happen. We got, we got a comment here. It's like read this comment here. It says, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Brian Flores' situation more of the indication that the running rule sucks or that the disqualification. I'm not here to talk about that. I mean, well, I don't I, I don't, I don't, I don't I, I think that the Rooney Rule sucks, but I think it only sucks because it, it from an optic standpoint, it creates a, an environment of perceived racism. 
because it forces you to bring in minority coaches or, or candidates when if you already had a, a candidate who was white and you pick him, it, it creates that illusion. I mean, I heard Marvin Lewis say today that, and I love that guy. I think that guy's great. He said, you know, I was called by my agent to come in for an interview for the job for the Broncos a couple of years ago before John Fox got the job. And they said they already picked John Fox, but they wanted him to come in for an interview the day after. He came in for an interview. He knew it was a sham interview, but unfortunately, because of the way the rules are, that's the way that they're forced to do it. Right. And he said, you know, they ended up, instead of saying, hey, John Fox is going to be a coach on Wednesday when he knew of that, he had an interview Thursday. They announced John Fox on Friday. When the rules force you to do something, what do you do? You're, they're forced, the NFL is forcing you to check the box. Regardless of how it looks, it doesn't does it mean that those owners are racist? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that because if they brought in a minority coach and it was the other way around, nobody's saying anything. All right. All right. I just like to say, yep, it makes sense for me. Um, Joy, two waters. You got anything to say on the subject? Yeah, honestly, I didn't think I was going to say anything, but I want to come from a different standpoint but not today. Um, I'm going to have a separate show um, with my personal feelings about what's going on and what I feel and what I think has happened in the NFL. But as far as what I see straightforward, just some of the things that I've heard in some of these reports are scary. Um, One minority owner. Right. And he's actually trying to get minorities in the front office. Yep. Um, But that put aside, the bigger issue, and I know somebody's going to say, well, that's sideways. The bigger issue, the only issue that I'm willing to touch at this moment in time, if there's owners, it's it's not the NBA. The NBA, you can skip games. You take out your stars, you put in the bench, and they get experience. Basketball is not a gladiator sport. People's lives are on the line. And with presumed draft pick interest, you're shaving games? If that's what you want to call it? Well, that's basically what they're doing is basically saying, look, this is why Maybe NFL should start. Maybe they should have a lottery style because what you basically what you're trying to say is say, hey, guess what? The more games you lose, the better our records are to get more to get more. Uh, you know, I completely understand that thought, but the only reason why I disagree with that is because again, this is not basketball; it's a gladiator sport. No. People, physical human bodies, run between. 15 and 25 miles an hour on collision. This is something that can change your life. And to hear of owners saying that they possibly might offer money for coaches to lose or for coaches being hired, African-American coaches to be hired to lose is a very, very scary, scary story in the NFL. I don't, honestly think it'll change anything as of right now 
but I do honestly believe it'll be addressed and I will be going further into this topic on another day. All right. So yeah, I, I, the, the tanking situation as far as the, Hey, I'm going to pay you extra amount of money to tank. Scary. All scary. Very scary. Because you're these, like I said, yeah, this isn't a hey, pull my, pull my starters, you know, whatever trade a couple all-stars, you know, we're going to rebuild our team. You know, this is people's lives that, like I said, you know, I can only imagine our team coming out and says, you know, two Wallace and myself come out the Tennessee Giants, Arizona Cardinals, and Kansas City Chiefs did the same thing to, to get who they got. That it's just 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 wrong, um, in all levels. Well, I but, mean, I will say as a Miami Dolphin fan, uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm disturbed deeply by what I heard. Uh, but again, I don't know that it happened. I know that it's an allegation, and until yeah. it's proven. I mean, there's nothing I could do until then. And I think yeah. the NFL will take care of that at time. I don't think that the fan base should be affected by it, though. I no. don't think I don't think our draft picks and and all that kind of stuff should happen to to us. I think if anything, you should get rid of the owner and find the owner. The owner should have to deal with it since it was an owner induced issue. Correct. Right. And, I, and I agree with you. But you said nothing's been documented. There has been something documented. But nothing against the Miami Dolphins as of yet. No, right what I'm saying, now, what, what I'm saying in document, what I'm saying they, is, what I'm saying is, nothing has happened in court. I'm yes, not saying that ha- in litigation there has been something, but nothing with Miami. It has with Cleveland and the NFL pushing under the rug as of reports on ESPN earlier this uh, earlier today. I mean, yeah. there's, I mean, I'm I'm sure that 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 would happen with Stephen Ross with the that whole thing. I'm sure I, I'm probably 100. percent like guarantee it's probably happening with like 90% of the teams. I, there's, I think there's, it happened. The, the fact, the fact that Bill Belichick knew exactly what the giants were doing when that's not his own, his, his organization tells me that the NFL people on the backside of things are making phone calls and texting and talking and doing things they ain't supposed to be doing. Now let me add, let me add this. Let me add this to that real right. quick. Okay. Real quick. Couple, real, real, real quick. Real quick. So, Cal, how deep does this rivalry go? Does anybody really think on purpose I text the wrong Brian? I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I I would respect Bill Belichick a lot more if he did it on purpose. Yeah, but but this is is potentially going to get him in some deep crap. So, I mean, this might cost Mm -hmm. him a lot. I, I don't think Bill Belichick's innocent in any of this, even though he sent that text message. All he did is put a spotlight on him. And all the backdoor things he's doing because all he's gotta say is yeah, but right. but why did you know that? That's that's a question that I want to know. All right, so let's that's get a into question it. everybody wants to know. So let me uh okay, we're gonna leave it there. Um we have a new team in Washington, and it's the commanders, as you see right here. Yeah, there it is, good old boys, right? The commanders. So I got a lot of comments I'm about here. We got here is Rashawn. I don't like the new name in Washington. She says they should have stayed with the Washington football team. We have the Washington commies. Okay. Um, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <What? laughs> or, or I like this. It's called the Washington, D.C. Commanders. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, you guys like the name? I, I mean, I purposely was hoping that they would go and change everything to do. With the from the color scheme to the knee to the thing to the to the name, just for the fact that like get rid of that other name that they had, 
you know, get rid of the Washington name that they had that they had for years. Okay. Um, to get rid of that name and change the colors, go to a different. I was hoping, like I said, maybe they go to what the capitals and the monument and the um and the wizards are, which is you, you, you know, blue, white, you know, blue, white, and red, white, and blue, just kind of change it up. I gotta say that the next thing they need to do is now get rid of Dan Snyder, but that's another story for another day. But yeah, that, that's another guy I got my hand <laughs> on. <laughs> so, but do we like the unis here, as you guys can see right here? Uh, I'll, I'll take that first, if you don't mind, SoCal. I hate the name with everything. Look, you guys know how long I've been lobbying for the Warthogs, and then for short, you're gonna be like, "Look, the Washington Hogs," and it fits along with their aggressive nature and their history, and. It even goes along with, I believe his name was uh, Greg, uh, Greg or Gary Allen, one of their old coaches. He said, I don't like kids, so I'm going to hire all vet. So his whole team consisted of football players that were family-oriented. He Family-oriented. He hired older football players. He wanted experienced football players. Warthogs have a very family, very natured, just the animal itself. It would have fit everything plus their history and plus moving forward. The only thing I like, I love those uniforms. I love those uniforms. I that love black them. one is sick, right? Thank yeah, helmet. You, Ooh, I love that thing you. is money. That is money. But I don't yeah. like the Commodores. Look, I said yeah. the Commodores. The Commodores. Yeah. Commanders. I, I'll take the Commodores. Yeah, yeah I'll take the Commodores too. Like, shoot, if you gonna go there, shoot. The That's Commanders. Now on the Washington Commodores. There you go. The the, the Washington Co uh, Commanders sounds like a team on a uh, on 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 Xbox uh, Blitz. You know. That, I mean, yeah. really, that's what it sounds like to me. It doesn't sound like an NFL team. This sounds like a like from the movie The Replacements or Any Given Sunday. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's one of those type of type of deals. So yeah, I well, mean, the, the the thing that's the most striking to me is, I mean, Dan Snyder asked his fan base for name suggestions, and nobody had commanders. <laughs> so nobody. It tells you nobody. He didn't listen to anybody in his fan base. He didn't listen to any of the suggestions, and he said, "Yeah, I'll do this by myself." I mean, isn't that a Snyder thing to do? There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Cowboys are intimidated with the Washington new name. We're sweeping them again. <laughs> the Cowboys versus the Commanders. There you go. Wow. That, yeah. I yeah. think people are still going to call them that Washington team, though. Not yeah. you know just just in, in in rebellion to the Commanders. The, the, the first one or the second one? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So that, that's the new one there. Uh, another story is the fact that hey MLB. We're gonna shift a little bit to baseball. MLB is in really bad shape. Um, what I mean by real bad shape is, you know, we are. Let's see. It is February second, and right now we should be getting ready for pitchers and catchers to report. This is all about CBA. It's all about CBA money. You can go look into it. I try to research some of this stuff. My head hurt. It's about how much money players get here. How much money players can get on here. Yes, it's a strike. We're going to go on strike. It's the first strike in a long time, I believe, since like 94. Um, and they're already in jeopardy to delay spring training. Spring training is supposed to start to February 25th. 
and 26. I doubt that. They have been in meetings for two days earlier this week, and it lasted like 10, 10 minutes, five minutes. It's all, they're, they're so far away. You know how far they are, folks? They're far as – I think I'm closer to California from Florida to my boys over here and over there in Cali than I am than they are into wow. reaching an agreement. Wow. That far okay? off, huh? It, it is extremely far. The, the season starts the end of March 31st. I doubt they're going to go there. I think they're going to be – right now it's an off-season lockout, and I agree with Romero that it's going to turn into a strike. It's going to turn into another strike, and I don't think baseball can afford another strike because guess what? It took a steroid era to get them out of that last time. I don't see it happening. Um, like I said, it's all about money. It's all about the CBA and about type of money people get from from earnings to to draft picks to hey, we can you can keep your draft picks. Yeah, <laughs> bring back the Roy chick dig the long ball. Exactly. <laughs> You can, people are like, the owners are like, hey, what if you guys keep your draft picks as long as you keep your the, those people on your team? So now you're trying to tell them don't trade the future to get better now and grow. It, it, it's so far, like I said, if you guys like go on MLB.com, you can have the latest CBA news. I personally, I, I try to write some of it down today and I got lost. Um, So that's where I am with. With, with the MLB, just a little bit of MLB latest news. So, um, well, go ahead, Tua. I have a question for you. For somebody who's, like, wanting to know baseball, somebody who's trying to get to know baseball, I'm going to actually get into baseball this season. I'm going to start watching more games, but I do have that question for you. You got new head coaches. Who was the most effective hire and for what team as far as new managers? It depends on what kind of style you're liking at. You're looking at like um, Dave Roberts has been great for the Dodgers um, the last few years, right? Uh, if you look at, um, you know, Dusty Baker, as much as I really don't like the guy, he did a pretty good job for Houston as far as just getting them back to walking, doing that whole boat and getting them, getting them through. Gabe Kapler for the in a in the AL the Giants did a great job this year. Um, if you're looking at uh, the guy from New York, right, Aaron Boone. Hey man, New York is hard. New York is very hard to play, especially Yankees. I mean, so you know, you know, it's it's a lot. Yes, Mister Toothpick and Dusty Baker. Yes, he, you know him. He was he he did a great job. I mean, I, I granted I, the Astros for what they did. Yes, they should it, they they cheated the game, right? Cheat gate. But cheat gate, right? So yeah. you know, video gate, you know, trash can gate, whatever you want to call it. Um, Does Robert but, Caraf on that team? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How about new places, new faces? Uh, it, right, right now everything is stopped. Everything is stopped. I mean, the latest we got is that Corey Seager is going to Texas, but as far as like, there's no news on like any other people. Crane Kershaw, nobody can do anything right now. We can't. They can't sign anybody. They can't mm-hmm. sign anybody. They can't talk to nobody until they get this CBA thing thing finalized. It's it's just a, it's a strike. You, you you're chilling. You're you know you're you're not fishing because it's just not even the summer. But you know it's it's just gonna be just as bad as when when before they took the sixty game season. They just had a sixty game season two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. And it took them that long to get a to get a final as far as what they're gonna do. Oh, sixty games. 
only going to play the your side of the, the nation. So West will play West and Central play Central and so on and so forth. And that took them to get 60 games. And then, the, then to do the, okay, the playoffs are going to be in this stadium, World Series is going to be in this stadium, da, 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 for that. I can only imagine now that they're going to be like, you know, it could be – will it be another 60-game season? I don't know if there will be another 60-game season. However, it's going to be delayed. I'd be very shocked that come March 31st, I'm watching opening day Colorado versus Dodgers or watching any spring training game. So, I mean, they still got to figure out their teams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, we still don't have full rosters. Exactly. I mean, you got free agents everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like it, it's going to be chilling. But uh, what I also I'm looking forward to, so we'll get back to let's go with the looking forward to. And what I'm looking forward to this weekend is, and I don't know if you guys know this. I'm sorry, SoCal, for blocking you here. No, you're but, good. But uh, the LA Coliseum back where you guys is turned, they turned that sucker into a racetrack. Here's the photo. It's going to be the clash. Inside the clash is going to be the clash this uh this weekend to kick off, it's like an all-star game for NASCAR. So it's going to be a, a, a little bit of a, it's pretty cool to see this. It's, I think believe it's the first time it's in a, a football stadium or a, a, a state, a Coliseum. In fact, I like it. It's a unique. It's going to be unique to the sport because they're going to do this then. And then uh, in two weeks after the Super Bowl, they'll go to Daytona where it really starts, where their season really kicks off because NASCAR does it, does it backwards. They have their Super Bowl, their very first race of the year. And then they kind of go, they just go with the rest of the races. So I'm looking forward to NASCAR. But is that game? I mean, that uh, that I, I wish I was in Cali next this weekend. I wish I was in Cali. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, we're yeah. Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you got last. So <laughs> I, I mean, what do you guys think of that? I mean, it's pretty cool, right? I mean, I think it's pretty dope, man. I mean, I heard a little bit about it. I heard some controversy about it, but. I think overall, I think it'd be a great thing. I mean, there more people need to get into NASCAR and, and, and into the motorsports anyways. And what better way to promote it in the inner city than right there, smack dab, right in the middle of it. I think yeah. that'd be great, man. Get kids to see it. Get get uh, big eyes on it. And I think it'd be great. Well, I yeah. think my only question is, is um, what's the max hold or what's the biggest audience ever? I guess this is a... Guinness question. What's the biggest audience ever for a, a racing event like that? And how much does that stadium hold and could it possibly beat it? Uh I don't I don't think it can hold. Let me find out real quick. Let me see. So Cal, you got any um hey, I, I, racing background? <laughs> I, I, I remember that yellow yeah. doom buggy you used to hold with the clutch and you yeah. used to smack that thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm no Na I'm no NASCAR guy. I'm uh Nah, that is that's not my forte. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I remember the first time I went to Irwindale Speedway and I watched the pickup trucks race. That was pretty Man, I never even knew what the Irwin Speedway was. I used to drive by it all the time and never knew what they did there. Yeah, man. It's actually like it's it's kind of fun, you know, like you get to talk to people. It, it feels it has like a baseball feel like when you go, like you said, you talk to people, you watch what's going on. Like for me, football and basketball are kind of different because I'm like huge. I guess maybe it's different when I go to those kind of events because I'm not like a huge fan of the sport. But if I were to go 
to a football or basketball game, it'd be completely different. But right, so it's definitely fun. Oh, the food is definitely good at Irwindale Speedway. I'm not even going to frame. All right, so here, here's your Irwindale. I mean, Indianapolis Motor Speedway holds 257,325 people. That's okay. a lot of redness. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of redness for, for the for, for for IndyCar for uh, okay. It's a lot and of booty shorts. Can, yes, and then if you go, oh, over, yeah. and that's that's here in the U.S. United States. Okay, if you go yeah. to France, it's they have a, a circus that you know, and it has two hundred thirty-four thousand eight hundred people. So, a lot can I of, on those shorts? You know, Br- Bristol holds 162,000 folks. Yeah. So it's a. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of people in that in that in that coliseum, which is pretty cool. I mean, I was I was there the year they uh, the Dodgers played the spring training game there. I worked that that event, so that was pretty cool to see. It's kind of it's good to see that you know. Hey, mm-hmm. the only thing I don't like to see in that coliseum is uh, uh, that 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 other team that 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 dun 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 thing. You know them right there. I don't like uh, I don't like the Trojans. I love a oh, we're, we're hey Trojan Trojan football is about to be dominant again, dude. So all right, you better so, get ready. Oh my goodness, SoCal! Congratulations! I cannot wait for the episode of UCLA USC between Ooh. Big Chief Daddy and SoCal. If oh, you guys man. do not know the history of these two, this one. Oh, I'm sorry. This one is USC. This one. Is UCLA? They yeah. both have offensive, famous coaches. Yeah. LA is about to be live here on Sports Day TV, y'all. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait for that game. We'll see what happens next year. Um, and Boise right. State is still waiting for the invitation to get into the Pac-12 again. Yeah. All right. So, final thoughts as we get ready to close out this evening's show. Uh, we'll start with two wallets. What you got? All right, I got something that's personal. Um, You guys have both told me that I need to pick a name. I have chosen a name for my show that I will be doing on here. As you guys know, I have In the Car with Joey Two Wallets. I'm not changing it. In the Car with Joey Two Wallets will strictly be in the car. And when I'm on here and I'm doing videos, it's going to be in the mic with Joey Two Wallets. All right, in the mic. Two different stations, same Joey Two Wallets. There you go. All right. And uh, SoCal, a couple minutes left. What we got for you? What, what's going on with uh, you going to do another show this Friday? What's going on? Oh, yeah. Every Friday, we, we're, we, we're, we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to start. Uh, we're going to have a video that you can watch after uh, we go live on Twitter, um, Twitch, and Facebook. We're going to be able to post that after those live shows to, to, to YouTube. So if you miss those two shows, you can actually go on YouTube and then watch it there um also we got a lot of we're, we're lining up a lot of good guests uh, f- uh for anybody that's a dolphin fan um come watch the show uh, i'm lining up a lot of good guests i'm gonna have a lot of good people we're gonna have fan of the year on there uh norcal i'm lining up some i'm trying to get uh dougie on there uh he's a dolphin youtuber 30 30,000 followers trying to get him on there uh, a lot of great knowledge with that guy um, I got some other things lined up. Got uh, Danny Johnson from the the Positive Porpoise runs a cancer uh, organization, uh, for, uh, independent from the Dolphins, but with them. I'm um, gonna have him on this Friday, 
and also, you know, got to have the crazy man, the wild man. The show wouldn't be be what it is without the wild man. Um, so we'll have him. We'll have we'll be on there talking about this Brian Flores stuff, talking about the scandals going on. Also talking about our coaching search. I don't know if you know, but we still don't have a coach. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, also, we'll be talking about the senior bowl players to be looking out for um, and general dolphin stuff we'll be talking about. So if you're interested, come and watch. Um, yeah. Glad to have anybody on. All right. So, yep. And uh, we'll be back with those shows. We want to look out for those shows as well. But if you guys, if you missed any of this show, you can always find it on Apple podcast, Spotify, anchor how oh, if you want to see us because you like our beautiful faces go on youtube you'll be on youtube probably tomorrow morning youtube sports daddy tv on youtube go ahead download that show watch it uh, while you're there click and subscribe that to the channel also share it with your buddies share it with us let them know hey let them know that hey guess what there are some people talking crazy stuff and when we get serious if we have to get serious folks we're going to get serious Okay, we're not gonna run away from certain topics. We're gonna get, we're gonna run, we're gonna give you our opinion on how everything goes. You know, some people might like it, some people might not. It's okay, but uh, other than that, I will uh, be signing off for guys, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next week. We'll preview the Super Bowl next week. We got a week. I mean, we got the Pro Bowl. I like the skills challenge in the Pro Bowl. We got the All-Star NHL All-Star game. I like the skills challenge in the NHL All-Star game. Not really thrilled about the actual game. But, hey, sport is sport. We'll care. If it's on, we'll, we'll break it down next week. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.